Okay, uh, good morning. We're starting uh, the new Masechta, Masechta Shabbos. We'll start on Daf Beis, the right at the beginning. Just a little bit of introduction. So Shabbos is the first Masechta in Seder Moed. We know Shas is divided into Shas, Shishay, Sid, Sidorim, six sections. And uh, the Moed is the one dealing with all our special types. Shabbos, Yom Tov, Sukkot, Sochim, Fast Days, Megillah, all the special times just throughout our calendar. That's what Moed is about. Um, you know, and obviously all the laws relevant to each of the special times. The, one of the questions they ask is, why is Shabbos brought first? So the Rambam, there actually are English versions and you get a chance, it's very interesting. Really, as, it's either brought as Hakdomel Talmud or Hakdomel Zroim. But it's basically the Rambam when it wrote a famous commentary on the Mishnah and he has a long introduction to the Mishnah and the Gemara, and that's um, and in that intro- introduction he discusses the order of why it's in that order, and he says by Shabbos he gives three reasons. He says of all this money, it is the most often of all the special occasions. Shabbos is once a week, every seven days. No other special time is that frequent. Now he says is when the Chumash is discussing the festivals, the special times it mentions Shabbos first, and of all the festivals, Shabbos is the one that's mentioned in the. In the Aseres Adibros. So there's an extra Hashivus to Shabbos. Um, yeah, and, and then I was thinking, it's also a good follow on because we say that uh, what's the, one of the reasons we start, we mentioned, one of the reasons we start with Kriyachma, I mean, we discussed this at the beginning of Brochus, but one of the reasons we mentioned is because. It's the Om Malchu Shemaim, it's the, or I don't know if we mentioned it, but one of the reasons is it's the fundamental of Ayamuna, that Hashem is one. And this is, uh, Shabbos is actually brought as also one of the fundamentals of Ayamuna, and one of the most severe, you look at all the introductions to learning about Shabbos and the importance of knowing Halacha Shabbos and how careful you have to treat Shabbos and how much respect and honor you have to give it. Um, it's all to do with, it's a fundamental of Ayamuna, that Hashem created the world, that Hashem, uh, and He rested on the seventh day. He gave us, He made uh, Shabbos Kodesh. So I think that's also a good reason to start with uh, Masecha Shabbos of all this money, is to the degree that it is Yesod, one, uh, one of the Yesodas of Ayamuna. Um, I guess maybe if you're going with only that, then you might have said start with Psochim, but uh, to do with Pesach, but I think it is definitely uh, one of the things. Then another interesting question that they raise is why is Shabbos in singular? Sukkos is plural, Psochim is plural, why is Shabbos singular? Should be Shabbos, so yeah. So uh, the one answer given is that uh, there's a Midrash that all Shabbos complained to Hashem. Said Hashem, Monday is Tuesday. Each each day has a partner. Monday is Tuesday. Tuesday is Wednesday. Who do I have? So Hashem says, Don't worry, I'll be your partner. I mean, it's a cute midrash, but if you think on a deep level, it's a it it leads us to the lofty ideas that Shabbos represents. That it's the kedusha in this world. This world's not just about the physical world, and we as Jews live um, really trying to bind ourselves, our lives in this world, to Hashem, to the spiritual world. I think that's towards the end of Brachas. I'm just trying to think of the exact phrase where we brought it in. Um, I think I think it was Friday's daf or Thursday's. We said that No Hashem in all your ways. And the Ram the Rambam explained that you can remember in this world every single act you do can be Avodas Hashem. 
If you eat because you're hungry, okay, that's eating. That's pretty regular, pretty physical. But if you eat so you can nourish yourself, so you can do mitzvahs and learn Torah and do chesed, then you can. Uh, then it's a great mitzvah you're eating. If you uh, go to sleep so that you can be refreshed in the morning to daven well, to, to, to learn Torah and do mitzvahs, then it's uh, your sleep. Your uh, is a huge, uh, a huge mitzvah. So that's I think. Uh, um, so this follows on from that. Is uh, I mean that's I think one of the things that Shabbos always remind us of is that this world has kedusha and we've got to join them. That's part of our, our, us as a Jews making, but I mean, Shabbos is standout. We make it a spiritual day, but and not, but uh, that's uh, this idea that we've got to live spiritual lives. Then, um, yeah. So just a little introduction to the to Shabbos quickly is we know that primarily there are thirty nine things that are also to do on the thirty nine melachos. We actually learn from the two Aseris Adibros, the one in Yisra and the one in Eschanan. Uh, the one says, Zachor is Yom HaShabbos, and the one says, Shamor is Yom HaShabbos, and we say that Hashem actually is a miracle. Hashem said both at once, which it's impossible for a person to say both at once, and also generally it's impossible for a person to hear both at once, but a miracle occurred, and well, Hashem said it, and we were able to hear Shamor and Zachor at once. And there are two dimensions of Shabbos. You'll see lots in Shabbos is two dimensions, but... Um, there's the positive mitzvahs of saying Kiddush and Oneg Shabbos, Kovod Shabbos, and then there's the negative, the 13 Amalachas we're not allowed to do. But the putting, a, the Chumash puts in the Torah, Shabbos is right next to building of the Mishkan. So we learned from there, we have a tradition that there are 30 primary Avos Malachas that they used to do in the Mishkan, and that what it, that's, those are the Malachas that are also on Shabbos. So it's those 39 things that were the primary avoid of the Mishkan that are also to do on Shabbos, and that's where we get um, um, where we get ours from. Yeah. Yeah. Also, um, yeah. Then above those, there are many xeros derabonon on Shabbos, um, rabbinic decrees that we'll, we'll have to learn about those. But those are there's two types of those. There's rabbinical uh, decrees to protect to protect the malachas, so you don't accidentally come to do one of the malachas. That would be uh, anything similar to the malacha, um, or uh, you know things like that that you wouldn't. Um, let me just try to think of an example. I mean, there's so many, you can't, uh, I mean, there's hundreds of, not hundreds, there are lots of them, but I can't think offhand. But then there's another category that's almost to protect the Kedush of Shabbos, and that is like Muktzah. Muktzah is not hard to, I mean, I guess there is a type of Muktzah, but in general, Muktzah is to protect the Kedush of Shabbos. There's another Xaira, very hard to define, called Uvdin the Chol. You're not allowed to do weekday practices on Shabbos, because theoretically you could go through your whole Shabbos day if you follow just the Doraisas. And you follow them 100, uh, all 39 malachas perfectly. You, you've done Maseche Shabbos, you've done the Rishonim, you've done the Mishaburah, you've done, you know Shabbos inside out. You can follow all of those Doraisa, and you can still have a pretty regular weekday because you can do business, you can go shopping, all those things are all, uh, all mutar Doraisa. The only thing you wouldn't be allowed to write down the, write down the transaction.
But, uh, so, but otherwise, you could have a pretty regular, in some ways, you could have a pretty regular day, and therefore Chazal put in safeguards, gzairas that are to protect that sanctity, so that the gzairas that are to prevent you doing the melacha daraisa, and then the gzairas to protect the kedusha of Shabbos. Those are things to keep in mind. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So that's a, yeah. So we'll have to hopefully in the Masechta we'll get an idea. We'll be able to pick up on some of the criteria of this. Then also just to just um, yeah, just a few further points is for a melacha to be doraisa, it has to meet a few criteria. But the defining factor is again this will pick up as we go through the Masechta. But it's useful to just get a bit of the idea before we start it properly. Is meleches um, machsheves. It has to be a now, Machsheves, we, if you translate, we translate it in two ways to learn out what it has to be. It has to be from Choshev, well thought out. It has to be thought out. You can't mean to do you walking, you lean on the wall and you accidentally switch on the light. That's not a thought out act. That's not what you plan to do. Um, that's the Wandame, or uh, if you do it in a strange way, again, that's not a thought out. That's not how, you, if you were planning to do something, that's not how you would normally do it. So that's not Meleches Machsheves. And the other way of translating it is choshuv, significant. It has to be a significant act. All the malachas to transgress generally have a minimum shear. Just for example, writing. If you write one letter, insignificant, you haven't done an isudoraisa. Ah, you might have done it. You're not allowed to do it because this is an example. What I need. Isudorabonon, you're not allowed to do something even though it's not a melech, it's so it's not doraisa. You're not allowed to do it because you're very likely to come to do the doraisa. So you're not allowed to write one letter. But doraisa, you can, uh, if you write one letter, you haven't transgressed anything. Um, but two letters is now choshev, and therefore you would not be allowed to write two letters. Um, tying a knot, it has to be a permanent knot, etc. Um, it has to be a melech, it's machsheves, considerable, uh, significant act. Um, yeah, I'm not going to go there. It depends exactly how you count them, but around five categories that take something out of Meleches Machsheves. Um, but we'll go through them as we go through the Masechta. We start with Hotzah, carrying. And interestingly enough, carrying yeah, carrying is one of the largest Meleches it's, the, it's one of the 39 melachas, what we would call carrying, that's transferring an object from a private domain to a public domain, Rishus HaYochid to Rishus HaRabim, or the other way around. And there are a few prokim, I think about six prokim in Masech Shabbos. The whole of a, a ruvin is to do with the drabonon of Shabbos. So obviously, I mean, I will see in Tosso shortly some of the halachic reasons why Hotzai is so... While we start with Hotzai, of all the melachas, it's mentioned last of the 39 melachas, and we'll come to Tosa soon, but, um, but there's a, a huge focus on Hotzah, on carrying. And that lead us to think, what does carrying, again, this would be more philosophical as beyond, or Hashkofa, mystical, what's the, beyond the scope of the shir, but think about it, is what does carrying represent? Why, when, uh, why is it one of the, well, we know it's one of the 39 malachas, because they used to carry for the Mishkan, but why is it such a focus? Why do... Chazal clearly in the layout of the Gemara puts so much into it. Most of the 39 melochas are learnt out from one Mishnah. So what's the, that's something to think about. Um, so the first Mishnah, as I mentioned, starts with discussing Hotzah carrying. Um, just to understand carrying, 
as I said, that's transferring an object from Rishus Hayochit to Rishus Harabim. So let's just quickly um, define these areas. So there's Rishus Hayochit, that's a private domain. It doesn't literally mean owned by a private individual. What private domain means is a, a, a fenced in area. Minimum of Fort Vochim by Fort Vochim, but uh, fenced in. Also interesting, when we say fenced in, it can be, doesn't have to be, the fence doesn't have to be up. It could be a ditch, the, f- the fence can be down. So if there's a, if you go, okay, uh, just be a big pit, if you walk down into a big pit and it's surrounded by four walls that are 10 Vochim high, that's the minimum size of the machitza of a wall, then you're in a Rishus Hayochit, or it would be the same thing if you walk into an area and there's um, four walls, then you're, uh, that's uh, Rishus Hayochit. Um, Rishus Harabim, any major public thoroughfare, roads, public squares, etc. Very interestingly, um, we generally say that's like the camp that Bnei Israel camped in the desert, which has to have about 600,000 people passing through it. So for all intents and purposes, we don't really get Rishus Rishus Harabim Doraisa. I mean, that's where, interestingly, a lot of the controversial Eruvim around the world or where this issue comes up. Um, Rav Moshe, I think, basically stopped the Eruv in uh, Brooklyn or one of those areas. I think subsequent to his death they have put one up, but uh, Rav Moshe felt it couldn't be there. But just in general, whenever you find a controversial Eruv, this is one of the main reasons why. That you couldn't have it. Rav Moshe. No. D- d- so that, that's the Oraisa um, that's all the two Rishus Doraisa, Rishus Hayoch and Rishus Arabim, and as I've just defined them. Then there's the Rabbonon Rishus. One is a Carmelis. A Carmelis is um, similar to a Rishus Arabim, but doesn't meet the criteria of a Rishus Arabim. So that would be any area that multiple people have access to is a, is a Carmelis. And that's only to carry there, or to carry from a Rishus Hayochin into a Carmelis, or from a Rishus Harabim into a Carmelis, is only a Isudra Bonan. But again, they made that because it's similar. So that's why our streets, you walk outside, Shul, strictly speaking, it's not a Rishus Harabim because you don't have that much traffic, you don't have 600,000 people passing there. But it's a Carmelis because it's more people have access to it. It's the same in a complex generally. Um, a lot of us stay in a complex, so you have a few people living in a, around one area. That's where Eruv Chatseros um, comes in, um, an Eruv for the courtyard. But that would be because it's, you have your house, which is your area, and people don't have access to. And then you step into this communal area, so more people have access to. So it's similar to Rishus Arabim, that would be a Carmelis. And then the fourth type of uh, area we discuss is a Mokom Putur. And that's very interesting. That's an area in Arushus Harabim that is basically, out, we view it as a separate, uh, separate place. That's uh, it's high, it's less than three by three Tvachim. So it's a small pillar, or obviously a hole, but a small pillar. And higher, higher than three Tvachim off the ground, so it's not considered part of the ground. And anything on top of that would be a mock patur, so you could take things out of it into the Rishus Harabim or from the Rishus Harabim onto it. And that would be uh, fine. So there those again, primarily Doraisa and Rabbonin, there's, uh, well, Doraisa, there's Rishus Hayochit and Rishus Harabim, public and private. And then there's the Durabonans, well, there's the Carmelis and the mock patur. Now, to transgress carrying Doraisa, you have to do what's called an Akira and a Hanocha. 
You have to pick the object up in, let's say, the Rishus HaYochid, take it into the Rishus HaRabim, and put it down. That's the Akira and the Hanocha. To just, if, you, if one person did the Akira and another person did the Hanocha, then it wouldn't be a Isidor Aisa. So that theoretically, if you do an Akira and you walk into the Rishus HaRabim without doing an Hanocha and you go back into the Rishus HaYachid and put it down, you haven't, you haven't done an Akira in Rishus HaYachid and a Hanocha in Rishus HaRabim, you wouldn't transgress. So there are those two aspects. Um, uh, to, uh, to keep in mind, Akira and Hanocha. Okay, let's start the first Mishnah. Yitzir's HaShabbos Shtayim Shehem Arba. Carrying on Shabbos. Yitzir's literally means taking out. Tosh explained we use this word because it's similar to the Pasuk. Um, yeah, uh, Tosh was actually pointed out it should have been Chotzaos, but we use Yitzir's to be similar to the Pasuk, but it literally means taking out, but we'll translate it as carrying or transferring. So Yetzirah HaShabbat Shtayim Shahim Arba are two Doraisa which can express themselves as four. Bifnim with the person standing inside the Rishus HaYochid Shtayim Shahim Arba Bechutz and the person outside in the Rishus HaRabim can transgress carrying on Shabbos in two which is four. We'll see what those are but just before we go further I left out a very important point. Now this actually the Ayin Mishpat Ner Mitzvah if you look it's in the top left of the page. It's on the outside of the page. There generally what he does is he brings the source in Shulchan Aruch. So if you're looking through the Gemara, I want to know, oh, where's this discussion in Shulchan Aruch? I want to see how the Halacha concludes, or the Rambam, and he'll give the source. He opens with an important point um, to remember. On Shabbos, this, uh, sorry, I should have mentioned this as part of my introduction. Shabbos, the, if someone breaks Shabbos on purpose, and there was warning and aid him that he doesn't do it, the punishment is skila. The most severe uh, death penalty capital punishment that the Torah offers and that's killer that's a uh, skiller if the person did it on purpose but he doesn't meet the criteria that he'll get put to death he gets a korban he brings a korban chattas yeah, sorry if he does it on purpose it's kores and if he does it by mistake he forgot it was Shabbos or he didn't know you weren't allowed to do that on Shabbos um then uh, it's, uh, that's a, he would bring a common chattas. So that's the Doraisa. Um, there's a general principle throughout the Masechta, and this is important, and that's what he starts off with, the Ayin Mishpat, Mishpat starts off here. He says that whenever you see Chayev, it means it's a Melocha Doraisa. And if he's Chayev, either Skiller, Kores, or a Chattas. Generally we'll say Chattas because we don't want to say people are breaking Shabbos on purpose. But so he's Chayev a Chattas, Chayev a Koma Chattas. But that means he's done an Isudor Aisa. If it says Potur, the language of exempt, we translate that as Potur Aval Osur. He's exempt from the Chattas, from doing an Isudor Aisa, but it's still Osur Midrabonim. And then obviously there's Mutar, which is 100% okay. There are a few exceptions to that Potter rule. Sometimes it says Potter, but very few exceptions. Sometimes it says Potter, and it means Potter and Mutar. But just about, so the three characters again, Chayev means it's Isudor Aisa, when you see the language Chayev. When you see the language Potter means it's a Isudor Abonin. You're exempt or Aisa, but it's Isudor Abonin. And then Mutar would be 100% Mutar. You can go ahead and do it. So those are the, yeah. So, so Tosas ask, they say, why do we start with carrying on Shabbos? It says, firstly, all the, um, all the melochas are taught much later in the Masechta. All 39 melochas are taught in a Mishnah much later on in the Masechta, and the last one is Shabbos. So discuss it there. Why bring in carrying and discuss it first? That's his one question. And then his, uh, 
He says also we often find in Shas that it starts with order the order of the day. He says for example, Psochim starts with the night before Psochim, Bedikas Chometz goes on to burning Chometz, then goes on to bringing your Korban Pesach, and then goes into the night of Pesach. So it's like through the order of the day. It says Yuma starts with the Kohen Godel's preparation seven days before Yom Kippur, then moves on to Erev Yom Kippur, then Yom Kippur night, etc., and goes through the order of the day. So why Shabbos should also start with the Melochas that you start with the, the Halochas to do with Erev Shabbos, like you're not allowed to... Uh, Later on, a person shouldn't go out with his, the tailor shouldn't go out with his needle, etc., because he'll forget and come to carry all the malachas that uh, insulating food on Arab Shabbos. It should have started with these other halachas. So he gives a few answers, and he says, um, says, he wanted to teach Hotzah first because there's so many important principles that he gets out from this Mishnah. He was excited to start this because of how many important principles we get out of the Mishnah. I'm not going to go through them now because it will just be words. But as we go through how the Gemara analyzes and explains this Mishnah, we'll see there are lots of very interesting and very important points. Just for example, a hand can count as a as an area that's considered four by four. As we said, a Rishus HaRabim has to be... Or, or Shusayochid in Rishus Rabbi has to be four by four. A hand can count as that, etc. So that's like one of the interesting points that he wanted to bring out from this. That's Toysus' answer. Rabbeinu Tam says, he says, no, we find Shas also often starts with not what makes chronologically most sense, but what is the most frequent and relevant. Says carrying on Shabbos is the most frequent and relevant, and therefore that's why he wanted to treat it first. And then he gives a second answer. Um, that you, to give strength to Hotzah because you would have said Hotzah is not so important because it's a Malacha Grua. What's a Malacha Grua? A small Malacha. There are different opinions of what that means, but one of the very interesting ones is if you notice with all the other 39 Malachas, you're acting on an object. What are you doing? You're cooking, you're changing the food, you're writing, you're acting on an object, you're tying a string into a knot, you're acting on an object. Hotsai, you haven't changed the object at all, you've just moved it. You might have said it's not really so important, and therefore, um, um, yeah, so the, um, it's not so important, and therefore you wanted to teach it first so that you get it in your head that it is one of the Isurate, it's uh, a Malacha Doraisa. Okay, carrying on with the Mishnah, so he mentioned that there's the person standing inside could transgress two which are four, and the person standing outside can transgress two which are four. And now it explains, says, Class example, the poor person standing outside the gate, and the house owner is standing inside. He's in the Rishus HaYochid, and the poor person's in the Rishus HaRabim. If the poor person's takes his item, his basket that he wants the Balabais to put the food in, and give, puts it into the house, into the hand of the Balabais. Or the poor person takes something from the, stretches his hand in and takes something from the Balabais' hand and takes it outside. The Oni is Chayev, or Balabais Potter, and the Balabais is Potter. Again, because the Oni has done, in the first case, he's taken from the Rishus Arabim and put it into the Rishus Ayochid. Doraisa, Akira, Anocha. Or the second case is the Oni reaches his hand in and takes the food or the parcel from the rich person, from the Balabayith, outwards to him. So from the Rishus Hayochit to Rishus Harabim. 
Second, that's, that's one and two. Second example, Poshat Balabayis says, Yodol Chutz, Venosan Atos, Yodol Shalaani. If that Balabayis puts his hand outside and t- takes something and puts it in the Oni's hand outside in Rishus Harabim, Oi, Shenotomitos, or Behiknis Balabayis, Behiknis, or he took something from the poor person's hand and brought it into his house. Balabai is chayev or oni potter. The balabai is chayev and the oni is potter. Again, this language of chayev is he's done a isudoraisa. Potter, interesting enough, as I said, generally potter means he's done a isudorabonon. But strictly speaking, the case here, potter means he hasn't done anything. The poor person's just standing there and the balabai has reached his hand in and put it out, etc. Okay. Now, there's an interesting question. Uh, let's do all the cases. Then the next case is Poshat Ha'onies Yodolifnim Venotal Balabayis Mitocha. The Oni stretched his hand inside with the article and the Balabayis took it from his hand. Or the Balabayis put the item into the Oni's hand and the Oni took it out. Shneim Peturim, they both potter. Because the Balabayis in this case. There's different people have done the Akira and the other person's done the Hanokha. They haven't done the full Melokha. And now that's with the, you know, that's the one way. And then Poshat Balabai says, Yodo Lechutz, Venotal Haoni Mitoicho. If the Balabai puts his hand outside and the Oni takes the article from him, Oi Shenosan Letoicho Vehichnis, or the Balabayas took it from the Oni and brought his hand back inside. Again, both of them are potter. So we have eight cases in the Mishnah, two which are four. Interesting enough, so we have two Doraisas with the Balabayas and two Drabonans with the Balabayas. Two Doraisas with the Oni and two Drabonans with the Oni. That's the two which are four of the Mishnah. Okay, just interesting the commentaries, even though already the Rishonim discuss, why use the example of the Oni and the Balabayas? Just say one person standing inside and one person staying outside. So the Rambam gives a very straightforward answer. He says it's the simplest way of putting it. Instead of saying each time the person standing inside stretches out and then stretches in, it gets a bit cumbersome. So just say the Balabayas and the Oni, and we know who you're referring to outside and inside. That's the Rambam. Um, the Bartanura says, oh, it's a very interesting answer. He says, no, you might have said, since it's Tadaka, if he does this, he's Potter. You might have thought that he's allowed to do, for, for the sake of a mitzvah, he can do it. And it's coming to teach us that no, even for the sake of a mitzvah, you're not allowed to do it. Okay, there's a big discussion on that because um, if you do something, we've seen elsewhere, like in sukkah and stuff, if you do something, l'shem mitzvah, it wouldn't fall necessarily into the dor, isu doraisa, b'mezid, and, but uh, let's not go into that. But simply speaking, that's a very interesting answer. Yeah, okay, and there, there are a few other answers, but let's leave it with those two. Okay, now the Gemara asks, Tran Hosam, we learned elsewhere. Now this is the Mishnah in Shfus, discussing the Korban Oilev, well, yeah, discussing, um, in Shfus it's discussing a Korban Oilev Yore. There are certain scenarios where depending on your financial status, you bring a different type of Korban. A wealthy person brings an animal, a very poor person brings a flower offering, and a poor person would bring a bird, a bird offering. So that's where, that's the Mishnah there, and it discusses a few lists of um, 
similar scenario. Let's just read them. Hassan, we learned over there, Shvur, Shtaim, Shem, Arba. There are two Shvurs which are really four. It deals with Tumas, Shtaim, Shem, Arba. There are two types of Tumas which are really four. And Maras, Nagoim, Shtaim, Shem, Arba. And Tsaras, there are two types which are actually four. And Yotzir, Shabbos, Shtaim, Shem, Arba. And carrying on Shabbos is two which are four. Maishna, Hacha, Datani, Beis, Shehain, Dalet, Bifnimu, Beis, What's the difference that in our Mishnah we said there two which are four for the person standing inside and two which are four for the person standing outside? And over there in Shavuos it just says there are two which are four. Why in Maseches Shabbos do we have a much more elaborate Mishnah than the Mishnah in Shavuos? Let's just quickly go through what are the different things that's mentioned in Shavuos. So what's Shtayim Shem Arba? The Torah forbids us to take a false oath. Now, if you read the psukim, on the surface, the psukim are referring to taking a shvur about the future. Are you take a shvur, I will do something, or you take a shvur that you won't do something, and then you break it. So that's two. Which are four is they learn out, don't want to go into the limud now, but they learn out that if you take it on the past, you take a shvur that you did do something, yesterday I did, or yesterday I did not, and it's a false shvur, you also fall into that category. So that's two. The straightforward ones in the Pusuk is taking a false shvur about the future, and the other two, which are four, is also in the past. What's your deal? Satumah, shame, shtam, shame, arba. So a person, there's two types of mistakes a person can make with tumah. Regarding, we say it's tumas migdash v'kodshov. A person can forget that he's tomei and go into the base of migdash, or he can forget that he's tomei and eat kodshim, eat sacrificial foods. So those are two. Is your, um, that's your deal, Satuma, being aware that he's Tome. Did he, he forgot he was Tome and he went into the base of Midash. He brings a Korban Oliver Yorage. He forgot he was Tome and he ate Kodshim. He brings a Korban Oliver Yorage. That's the Yadir Satuma Shem Shtaim. And we learn out from there also that Shain Arba, it's also if he forgot it was Kodshim. So he knows he's Tome and you ask him, Have you been to the mikveh yet or you tar? And he's like, No, I haven't. And then he goes and eats Kodshim because he forgot that was sacrificial meat or something like that or um, yeah, or he forgot that that was part of the Beis Amigdash. He knew he was Tomei but he wandered into the Beis Amigdash forgetting it's the Beis Amigdash. So that's two which are four. Maros um, Nagoim with Tsaras. There's two main types of Tsaras. Sa'is and Baheres. That's the two which are four. Is each of those have a Subcategory is slightly different. Sa'is and Baharis are both shades of white, but each has a subcategory shade um, called uh, Sapachas. So there's a Sapachas of Baharis and a Sapachas of Sa'is. So that's two which are four. And Shabbos, well, very interesting. We said there are two which are four carrying on Shabbos. And in our Mishnah, we said there were two which are four regarding the person inside and two which are four regarding the person outside. So the Gomorrah's question, again, to reinforce it. Okay, so, um, yeah, so let's see if the Gemara answers your question. I don't think it's addressing exactly your question, but I might uh, answer it. Um, so the Gemara asks, no, Hacha de Ikar Shabbos, who Tani Avos Vitani told us, Hasam de Lav Ikar Shabbos, he Avos Tani, but told us Loitani. Here, where it's the primary discussion of Shabbos, it's going to teach the Avos and the Toldos. 
And there, where it's not the primary discussion of Shabbos, there the primary discussion is Tumas Migdash for Kodshov or the Koman Olav Yorit or Shvuz. There, so that's the primary discussion. There, it's just going to mention the Avos. Sorry, another point I should have mentioned in the introduction, but a very important point. We say, when we say there are 39 malochas, we mean there, those are the avos malochas, there are 39 categories. Any malocha similar is what's called a tolda. I don't want to go into the subtle differences between whether it is an av and a tolda, but basically for regarding an isudorais, it's the exact same. So, I mean, it's, it's not always so easy to define, but just example, the baking. is the, Baking is, let, let's just say, baking is the av, and cooking is the tolda. There's no real difference between them. I mean, those might both be called the av, but either way. Similarly, um, harvesting and picking. Harvesting is the av. You're not allowed to harvest grain. But picking fruit off a tree is a tolda. Um, another example would be plant. It's, uh, the av malach is planting, making the grain grow. And a tolda of that is watering so it grows. So those are all, it's basically the same purpose, they're just different. And interesting, there's an interesting medrash, I think, it might even be the Gomorrah, I think Rabbi Yochanan and Rish Lakish discussed, they came out that of the 39 Avos, they each have 39 Toldos. I don't think it's literal, because really there's, in a, theoretically, there's unlimited number of Toldos, as long as it lines up with the categories, but I think that's an important point to keep in mind. So Avos and all. So when in Shavos, where it's not really discussing Shabbos, it's bringing it by the way of a list of everything that's two, which is four, it's not going to discuss the Toldos. It's just going to discuss the Avos. And in Almaseth, it's going to discuss the Av and Tolda. But now the Gomorrah asks, it says, Okay, fine. Avos my nihu. What's the Av Melach of carrying? Yetzios, taking out. The Yetzios, Trey Havion. There's only two Yetzios. I'm taking from a Rishus Hayochid. Um, so wait, let me just get this right. Taking out from the Rishus HaYochid into the Rishus HaRabim is the Yetzios, is the Av. Rashi shows the source because we learn it out from the Posuk of, we'll see it later on in the Masechta, but Bayaviru Kov Moshe basically told Bnei Israel, you mustn't do this Malach on Shabbos, you mustn't take your donations for the Mishkan out of your house on Shabbos and bring them to the Mishkan. So that's the Av. The Av is carrying from outside to, um, from... From, our, from sorry, from inside your house, from Rishus Hayochid to Rishus Harabim. So those are the Avos. So those are the Avos, and then the bringing in from the Rishus Harabim into the Rishus Hayochid would be considered the Toldos. So he says, the Yitzchus train but then there's only two. Of Amishal, what are the two Avos taking out of the Balabais and the Oni taking out? I, the Balabais standing here and passing something through the gate to the Oni, or the Oni reaching his hands in and taking it out. But those are the only two. There's not two by the Balabais and two by the Oni. So that can't be. Hello, Marav Popa. Sorry, I skipped. It says, no, maybe what we mean is there's, sometimes you'll be Chayev, and sometimes you'll be Potter. There's taking out. If the Balabais puts his hand out and the Oni takes from it, then he's done He's taken it out, but he's potter because the Oni did the, did the Hanukkah. Um, 
So, so maybe that's what we mean when we say in Shabbos there's two which are four. We don't mean there's two Doraisa which are actually four Doraisa. We mean there are two Doraisas and two Drabonans. No, it's contrasted with the Nagoim, the Tsaras. And this says all four of those are types of, the two which are four are all Doraisa types of Tsaras. So to Bashabas, when we say two which are four, they're all four, they're all Isu Doraisa. So Elo Amara Papa, rather, Papa explains, Hachad the Ika Shabbosu, Tani Chiyuva Upture. Hosam the Lab Ika Shabbosu, Chiyuva Tani Upture, Loitani. He says, no, the thing is there, where here, since it's the primary discussion of Shabbos and carrying, we're going to discuss where you have and where you potter. In Shavuos, where it just wants to mention it, by the way, as part of the list of two which are four, then it mentions only the, where you'll be chav doraisa. What are the chayav, where you have four times? So Yetzios, Yetzios Trey Havyen. By Yetzios. But there's only two types of Yetzios. As we said, the owner putting, putting the item out into the Rishus Arabim or the Oni taking it from inside to outside into the Rishus Arabim. So he says, no, Shtayim Shtayim So we're discussing two takings out and two bringing in. But doesn't the Mishnah start off with the Yetzios? Again, it says Yetzios Hashabbos Shtayim Shem Abba, or the, the, the one in Shvurs also. Um, so how can you tell me the one in, we said the one so the one in Shuas uh, it's discussing the primary ones you t- so it's taking out we said well, what are two which are four no the taking out and the bringing in but the language that used is bring it in so Amarabashi Tana Hachnosa Nami Hotsa Korile now Al Tana calls Hachnosa also Hotsa Mimai how do I know that he calls us Midatran Hamoitse Mishus Lushus Chayev the Mishnah says, if you take from one Rishus to the other Rishus, you chayv. This is again the Mishnah much later on where it discusses the 13 Amalachas. Now there it doesn't specify which Rishus you're taking from and which Rishus you're putting it into. So it does, it's not telling us which way are you doing Hotza or Hachnosa. Could also be, it must also be discussing where you go from Rishus Harabim to Rishus Hayochid. But Kokori Le Hotza, and it calls it Hotza. The time of my, why would it call it Hotza? It says, Taking the item from its place is called taking it out. Ah, he says, don't focus on the Rishus, I, we're taking it from inside to outside. I take what we would generally say, take, take it outside, take it outside your house. That's how we've been understanding. Yitzios and Hotza up until now. That's what it, the word means, taking it out. It says, no, understand it as Hotza means taking the object out of the Rishus it's in. So if it's in the Rishus Arabim, it's Hotza to take it out of the Rishus Arabim into the Rishus Ayochid. And if it's in Rishus Ayochid, it's also to take it out. That's, the, that's what we mean. Omar Avina, Manisi Nami Deika. We can actually deduce this from our Mishnah. Diktani, as our Mishnah said, Yetzir Sashabas. What are the Yetzir Sashabas? And the first point it says is, it explains, is la altar. If you just go back to the first line of the Mishnah, it says, Yetzir Sashabas, Shtaim Shem Arba. Carrying on Shabbos is two which are four. Sorry, Bifnim, Vishtaim Shem Arba, Bechutz. Kaitar, how do you do this? Ha'oni, I made Bechutz, Balabais, Bifnim. Uposha, Ta'oni, as Yodo, Lifnim, Venosa, Natok, Balabais. The poor person puts his hand inside and gives it to the balabais. And that's, what's that? That's a hachnosa. That's the poor person putting 
from Rishut. So we see that the Tanak, the, even the Tanak of Al Mishnah calls Hotzah carrying. Rava, so that's the that's the one answer. Again, remember our initial question was why in Shvurs do we say two which are four, and Bashabas we say two which are four regarding the person inside and two which are four regarding the person outside. So we said no, because in Shvurs, which is not really the primary discussion, it's just going to mention the Chiyuv, where you have Doraisa. Whereas in Shabbos, it wants to discuss where you have and Potter. It says, but what do you mean you Chiyuv? There's only two Chiyuv Doraisa. Hotzah, taking out from Rishus Hayochit to Rishus Harabim. We said no. When it says Yetzios, it means both ways. So the two which are four is there's taking out and there's bringing in. And the word Hotzah actually, and Yetzios means both ways. Rav Omer, Rishus, Ketani, Rishus, Shabbos time. No, when it says Hotzah, it means Rishuos. And there are two which are four Rishuos. There's taking outside of the Oni, taking, putting inside of the Oni, taking outside of the Balabais, well, taking outside of the Oni and the Balabais, and putting in of the Oni and the Balabais. So that's a second answer to our question. So just in summary, the main point that we've mentioned from our Mishnah going forward is firstly, there's, strictly speaking, you might say that the Av is taking out, from Rishus HaYochit to Rishus HaRabim, but really you'd be chayav equally if you took something from Rishus HaYoch, from Rishus HaRabim into Rishus HaYochit. Those are the two which are four. There's taking out wherever you're standing. And then there's also times when you'll be potter if you only do half the melacha. Just one example is the Balabayis puts his hand, takes the food, puts his hand outside into Rishus HaRabim, and the Oni takes it from his hand. There the Balabais has done a kira in Rishus HaYochid, but he hasn't done a Hanocha. But the Oni's taken it, and then the Oni's going to put it down. He's the one who does the Hanocha. Um, okay, and we'll leave it there for today.